Hello and welcome to the She's Busy AF podcast. I'm your host, Lauren Bordelon. I'm a former marketing agency owner turned marketing mentor. I'm a lover of all things tequila, travel, Taylor Swift, plants, and helping busy AF entrepreneurs kill the living heck out of their businesses. My podcast is filled with marketing and business knowledge to help you truly excel both personally and professionally in your entrepreneurial journey. You'll put down your phone after each episode and be infused with techniques and practices that allow you to work less in your business and more on your business so you can ultimately step back when you want and enjoy the sweet, sweet fruits of your blood, sweat, and tears-filled labor. So with that being said, open up your note app or your favorite notebook and let's jump on into the She's Busy AF podcast. All right. All right. Welcome back. Today is going to be a good day. We are manifesting that. I have been, and if you didn't catch this on my Instagram or previous Tequila Friday podcasts, I am pregnant AF. (laughs) So weird to say that. I am, I think I'm like a little over 20 weeks right now. And as of the last few days, not only can I feel her kicking, it's a girl, which is really freaking cool. But with that has come some like really intense what I believe is around ligament pain and it has just been excruciating like oh my god it hurts so bad I'll like move my leg in a weird position and I'm like okay wow that hurts so I'm sitting on my floor in my room again dreading getting up after this podcast recording's over but really excited for today's topic so I really want to talk about how your biggest obstacle is you in a lot of in a lot of situations, especially in entrepreneurship, and I want to tell you some and share some of my secrets and tips and whatever on just how to get out of your own way. I really can't think of a better way to wrap up season one of She's Busy AF, although I do believe we're already in season two. I get so confused because it's like I think 20 episodes is a season, and we've done some tequila Friday ones, so the numbers are off, but whatever it is, I'm just gonna say that this is gonna wrap up season one. And like I said, I really can't think of a better way to to wrap it up. So in business, it's never really comfortable, right? Like we're never, we're never like, oh, that was easy. Or I mean, maybe sometimes, but in, for the most part, it's not easy. It's not comfortable. But no one ever told me that when I first got started. And it's okay. Like I'm not, I'm not sitting here like banging my head against the wall. Like, why did no one tell me this? It's fine totally fine. I get it, par for the course, whatever. But I wish more people talked about that, how it's not comfortable. But what I will say is that it's, you know, I started my business in 2015 and it's 2021 now. And it's, I think it's really refreshing that there's less of the stigma around entrepreneurship being risky when really, especially nowadays, it seems like corporate life is even more risky. You've got unknown layoffs. You've got bosses you don't love and people you don't love. And it's one thing my mom always told me growing up. She's like, wherever you go, there's always going to be someone you don't get along with or someone you don't love. And like, I can absolutely say that's the case too with being an entrepreneur. But I think that's more in the land of like clients and their dealings, not necessarily like you get to choose who you get to be around. So maybe there's like less conflict in my business, but more conflict in my personal life. You know, there's always going to be people you don't love. But bringing it back to the subject, I remember always being scared for my corporate job if I did something wrong, or like if there was guilt looming over me, if I didn't show up in the same way every day. I remember, 
at five o'clock, like there was this rule at the agency that at five, like, don't you dare leave your desk at five o'clock. Like you can leave at 515, 508, whatever, but like, do not get up and leave at five. And I, (laughs) I don't know if anyone else has experienced that, but it's like, I mean, the hours are nine to five. Why wouldn't I get up and leave if I'm done? But I guess it sets this tone that like, you're waiting for five o'clock to hit you're going to shut everything down and go. Like, I I don't know. By the end of the day, I'm burnt out because you've now made me work eight hours straight, maybe a tiny bit of a lunch. Like, I'm ready. I'm checked out at four. I'm ready to go home. So that, like, put a lot of guilt on me. And anytime I would get in trouble or, I don't know, or, like, get called to an office for something, I'm always like, oh, is it because I left early the day before? Is it because I screwed up this one little thing and I told my boss about it? We had a conversation, but now it needs to go up. Like, there was always just this looming guilt that I wasn't doing things right or, you know, that, that I could lose my job at any second. And that sucks. On the same hand, though, too, it can feel like this when you're an entrepreneur and you're constantly trying to please your customers and clients to retain them and create a little bit of following. Like every email that's like, hey, can we get on the phone is probably in the back of your mind triggering something from corporate life. <laughs> like, oh boy, am I going to get in trouble for this? Or what did I do wrong? Or do they want to cancel the contract? Hint, this is why contracts are important, (laughs) so you can kind of mitigate those things. But anyways, it can feel like that as an entrepreneur. But the difference here is that most of us are going at it alone. So you don't have these coworkers to vent to or an HR to confide in, which, I mean, I, I can attest to this. It can create this mindset block about getting in our own way. And you have thoughts like, am I doing this right? Should I have said yes to that client contract? Is this even important to me? Should I fire this contractor or give her a second chance? Can I even do this anymore? And should I just go back to my nine to five? These are all thoughts I've had over and over again, among a a myriad of other thoughts too. But what this can allow us to do is get in our own way. It can keep us from making decisions. And oftentimes it can make us feel like we're just ready to throw in the towel, give up, go back to corporate life, do something else, cry in a corner, (laughs) all of these things. And to be completely honest, I, especially in the last year, have watched countless entrepreneurs crash and burn over this same mindset, over these same fears, these same limiting beliefs, thoughts. But here's my advice to you. I really want to help you get out of your own way. I want to help you feel like you're not alone in this when you have these thoughts because it's normal. As an entrepreneur, we're so alone in what we do for the most part. Like every decision's in our hands. We can't go say like, go talk to our boss and say, hey, what is your advice for this? So I'm here to be that advice. (laughs) So here's my advice. Trust that everything that goes wrong is a lesson to teach you what to do next time and just keep pushing through. Make a mental note. I fucked up this one thing. Okay let's move on to the next. Let's take this as a learning lesson. All good. And don't discount the power of having a good crew of biz besties. I would say this is like equally as important as making those learning lessons, those wrongdoings and learning lessons. Some of my closest biz besties to date are former clients of mine and entrepreneurs that I've met locally here in Fort Lauderdale through networking. Biz besties are crucial. Crucial. (laughs) You need to be surrounded by people who are going through similar things. You can find these people on Instagram. Like I said, you can find them locally. Maybe they're even past clients, but you got to find your crew. You have to surround yourself. And I feel like people say this all the time, but it's so true. You have to surround yourself with like minded people. 
I actually watched some of my best friends dwindle away because they didn't fall down this path of entrepreneurship. And that's okay. Like, I'm not saying they had to, but it became hard to have conversations with them when all was in my mind really was entrepreneurship. And they would ask about work and I just felt awkward explaining things. And, you know, it's sad that I'm not as close to some of my friends as I was previously. However, it's allowed me to have space in my life for other entrepreneur friends, other people who get where I'm at and can shed light on their experiences as well. So another thing would be don't be afraid to ask for help and know that sometimes that comes in the form of hiring it. So whether it's a contractor who can help you with a client or a literal mentor who has been where you are and can provide guidance to get you through, and it depends on the level of support you need. I don't think that everyone needs to invest in like a $20,000 mentor. The amount of money I've heard people spend on like one-on-one coaching and stuff like that is insane. To be completely clear and honest, like I currently do not have any one-on-one clients. The people I end up attracting, attracting into my circle with my vibes, they are go-getters and they're ambitious as heck and we may have a session together, but then they pretty much go off on their own and I support them through things like boxer coaching or programs, um, things that can like be pretty niche and specifically help them with a certain area of expertise that they need. So I don't think that you need to go say, I hired a business coach and I'm with them one-on-one and you're going to spend a lot of money doing that. I just don't think it's completely necessary. But it's totally up to you. Again, it depends on the level of support you need. It depends on the capital you have right now. I would not say go broke to hire a mentor. Just don't do that. Do it where it makes sense. So that's kind of where I'll leave that. The next thing would be to continue to educate yourself. So don't get stuck in the vacuum of what you know and constantly be looking to learn more. Just my advice here is make sure you balance this and complete what you do invest. So I'm talking about that course you purchased like two months ago and you started it and you never finished it. (laughs) I know there's a lot of us out there. I am kind of one of those people as well. But just when you do buy into continued education, make sure it's at the level that you will complete it, the level that you will do something to take away from it. Maybe that means reading a book. I have three books I'm reading right now and like I'm halfway through all of them. But that's just, I'm like very ADD. I would rather learn directly from someone through a program where like I'm kind of forced to show up. So I would just say, continue your education. It's always going to help you see outside of the bubble that you are in right now, that vacuum I was talking about. But again, make sure you follow through with, with what you're investing in. All right. And then lastly, take care of yourself. This is the most important. Take that vacation. Go get your nails done. Sleep seven to eight hours a night. Make make sleep a priority. I'm not even kidding. That's probably the most important one here. Eat well. Put an emphasis on eating well. Like, how do you feel when you eat garbage? You probably feel like garbage. Fuel your mind. Fuel your brain. Eat your vegetables. (laughs) Drink your water. Do all of the things that are going to help you show up in the best way possible. And do more of what fills your cup outside of work. If that's happy hour with your friends on a Thursday night, every Thursday night, go do it. Self-care is so important. I was actually listening to, you know who Stassi Schroeder is from Vanderpump Rules. She has a podcast with her husband now called The Good, The Bad, The Baby. And I think it's so freaking cute. But she talked about this in one episode, like self-care and like what self-care means to you. Like self-care is something different for everyone, but it is what fills your cup. For some people, that's going out and socializing. For other people, that's staying home and making sure you get an hour nap every day. Like that's how you recharge. Think of the ways that you recharge as a human being. If you don't know what they are, figure it out. (laughs) Sit down, assess like what really fills your cup. If that's taking a vacation, 
find a way to take a vacation. It's going to be really important to take care of yourself and it can be really easy to get sucked up in the grind of work, but stepping away can be so crucial for moments of mental clarity, like especially when you need them the most, when you're in a rut, when you don't know what's next. Super, super important. And then most of all, don't forget to have fun. You really should love what you do. And this is so cliche, but life is short. Life is really short. Like, I don't want to look back and get upset for doing things I didn't love just to make a buck or two. Like, it pains me that there are things I've done for work in the past. This sounds like it's going in a weird direction, but it's not. But like, those clients I've taken on, I'm like, why did I do that? I was able to help them, but it didn't fill my cup. I hated it. I'm <laughs> like, why did I do that? This also reminds me of the day I said I'm no longer doing social media management. Like when we had the agency, I was just like, I'm not doing this anymore. (laughs) I just personally didn't feel like this is when I started subcontracting. I personally didn't feel that spending so much time on one social post was going to impact the trajectory of like my future. I know on one hand, like I'm doing it for the client. It's helping their social media. But like one social media post, I'm spending so much time on that's going to disappear in five seconds because you know, that's the life cycle of an Instagram post. I just didn't feel like it was impactful. And so I stopped doing it. So really think about (laughs) what you're doing. What is a long-term impact? Does it fill your cup? So, so, so important. But really all of these things in combination are how I've been able to get out of my own way, how you can get out of your own way, And really just be the best entrepreneur you can be and continue to grow and continue to thrive and love what you do. So important when you're running a business. So that's all I've got for you today. I hope you enjoyed this episode. I hope you leave this episode enlightened or inspired. And if you really did love it and really did take some stuff away from it, I would love if you could screenshot it, share it to your story on Instagram, tag me. I'm always looking. I love to see what you guys love. So with that being said, you can tag me at Brand Good Time or at She's Busy AF. Sorry, guys. I am like, you can probably tell I'm out of breath. (laughs) This is like a pregnancy thing, I think. I'm like, okay, I'm sitting on the floor. I shouldn't be out of breath, but I'm out of breath. But anyways, I will see you guys on Instagram. Make sure to tag me in your stories if you enjoyed this, and I will see you on the next episode.